0: everyone, and it is bloody hot here in the UK. I'm I'm sure you've probably heard that already a lot. Uh, It's something that everyone says. So there's a heatwave going on at the moment, and I am feeling hot, 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 as the song suggests. Now, one of the things that this roadcaster allows me to do is I can just just fade this music out here. Look look, look at that. Isn't that that lovely? So... (laughs) I am ready to sweat my tits off, basically, for your entertainment here in a very small room. So you're welcome. I have got a big glass of water. I am ready and raring to go. I'm gonna I'll give you a little, give you a little taste of what that's like. <laughs> Jesus Christ, nearly choked. Fucking hell. Okay, we're off to a good start. So before we get into uh, what this episode is, I am gonna play you um, something that I have promised i would do for quite a while and you're going to appreciate it so i'm going to turn the volume right back up on this and we will play the intro theme hello everyone and welcome back to the ocp the original yeah blah 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 you get what the what the gist with that is so, I, as I said I would, I have made it shorter, so I hope that that is more to your liking. It's definitely more to mine. Uh, I don't know what Josh thinks of it yet, because he's not heard it. So we will see. I'll play that for you next time, Josh. Yeah, mate. Love you. So today, as you might have already figured out, I am on my own again. Forever the fucking Larry, honestly. Um, no, it's just because Josh is a, a prick. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so what we're going to do is basically one of my sort of well-known things that I do on this episode is go into in-depth anus stories. And I thought, what better way to project my character as a person than to do an entire episode on my long anus? (laughs) That's a weird way of describing someone's rectum. Anyway, so, I've got, uh, Christ, how many have I got here? Nine stories here, I might not do all of them. I have not proofread any of these, so if they are bad, I will probably cut them, but if I I keep them in, and they are still bad, my humble apologies. So I will just go with a banger. Oh, actually, no, we could do the, the music. So I've got the buttons here, have not I? Look, look at this. This is brilliant. Anyway, yeah, welcome to Anus. I, I should have said cue the music. God damn. Come on. Anyway, uh, so we will start off with a banger here, which is... Man woke up to go for a pee to find he was in a coffin and had been sacrificed. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay. So, a terrified festival-goer says that he was being offered as a human sacrifice to Mother Earth after he woke up trapped in a coffin following a drinking binge. Terrified Victor Hugo... uh, Victor Hugo? What was that from? Hang on. Quick tangent before we carry on. What the hell was Victor... Three days later. I swear I know that name from somewhere, but I can't see where it's from. Is it Disney? Am I thinking of Disney? Victor Hugo. Where do I know that name from? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. If you know where Victor Hugo comes from, please let me know, because I feel like I know that name. Anyway, it's not his entire name. That's actually just his first name. (laughs) Terrified Victor Hugo Micah Alvarez. There we go. 30. Smashed out of the casket in... Acha, oh Christ! Yeah, maybe doing an entire episode on me reading—maybe not the best idea. Acha, I don't know where that is. About fifty miles from where he passed out in the city of El Alto in Bolivia. Oh, there we go. It's Bolivia. He'd been drinking heavily the night before, at the opening of the Mother Earth Festival where indigenous people offer everything from live animals and sheep, fetuses, (laughs) to sweets and coca leaves for the goddess, who they believe opens her mouth for offerings in August. (coughs) Mm. Uh, Victor claims he was among the human sacrifices some fear are still offered in ancient-style rituals to satisfy her. I've never heard of this festival at all. He told local media, while, covering in, well, while covered in mud and concrete, after his apparent escape, last night was the pre-entry of the festival, we went dancing, and afterwards I don't remember. The only thing I remember is that I thought I was in my bed, I wanted to get up to go urinate, and I couldn't move. When I pushed the coffin, okay, just instantly knew he was in a coffin, cool, okay, when I pushed the coffin, I was able to break a glass that I had, that I had, and that, Jesus Christ, I am sorry, (laughs) when I pushed the coffin, I was able to break a glass that it had, and that, that way I was able to get out, fucking hell, come on Alex, (laughs) when I pushed the coffin, I barely broke the glass, and through the glass, dirt began to enter, oh god, they wanted to use me as a Sulu, what's a Sulu, I'm search what Sulu is, because I don't know. One eternity later. Uh, nothing. Okay, it doesn't have a definition, so it clearly means something, but Google does not know. When Victor reported his burial to the police, they refused to believe him, saying he was too drunk to know why he ended up buried alive. <laughs> Surely it doesn't really matter what the circumstances was. He ended up buried alive. That's enough for it to warrant some... Anxiety. <laughs> uh, he added, we've gone dancing and I don't remember anymore. I have broken the glass. My whole hand had been hurt. I have barely gone out, but I went to the police and they told me that I am drunk. You're going to come healthy, they told. What is this English? <laughs> That's not good. Uh, oh, here we go. The term Sulu refers to any offerings commonly made to give back to Mother Earth or Pachamama throughout August in Bolivia. Um, while they often take the form of colourful sweets, desiccated llamas <laughs> Medicinal plants, eggs, mit- minerals, some worn human some worn human saffron. <laughs> <Safricuses>. <laughs> what the fuck is a sacrifice? Some warned human sacrifices are still carried out. Travel writers have said the otherworldly is every day in Bolivia. This year's Pachamama took place on August 1st, with one ritual involving indigenous people gathering at dawn for a ceremony with fires and offerings. On the day of Mother Earth, followers go up to the highest elevations they can to burn wood stacks and animal fat, coloured paper and sweets to thank the goddess. The faithful believe Mother Earth is exhausted after providing for humanity. Last year, worshippers bundled in warm coats and wore face masks against the spread of COVID-19. Well, there we go. Little shitty ending there, but yeah... (laughs) he looks a bit sort of disheveled in the picture okay so next one we've got man suffers a hundred erections a day and girlfriend says that there's no rest jesus christ he looks happy with himself (laughs) she doesn't a woman has spoken out about her unusual sex life saying her boyfriend has up to 100 erections a day and it's tiring her out. Vicky Brown, 31, and Lucas Martins, 39, met by chance in a Morrison supermarket queue. How romantic. And since then they have enjoyed a passionate relationship, but Vicky says her parents... Her parents' erections? Her partner's erections. Fuck's sake. But Vicky says her partner's erections are so frequent they can happen at any time such as in a shop or going for a coffee. Maybe that's how they met. Maybe he was stood behind her and just started poking her in the back. (laughs) She's like, ooh, who's this guy? Wow. Lucas even went to a doctor about it, but was told it was not a medical issue. Well, it clearly is. I mean, unless he's constantly taking Viagra, I would say that's a medical thing. He says he has never experienced this before meeting Vicky, and puts it down to her being a goddess. Oh, God, not... Maybe she's Mother Mother Earth. Mother Earth. <laughs> she only needs to look at me and speak to me, and I get hungry for it, he said. Oh, God. Apologies for that. That was... Mmm, animalistic. Uh, if that pheromone and testosterone just link together correctly, I can easily come to bed and look at Vicky and have an erection. <laughs> I fall asleep with one and wake up with one. She is basically a forbidden fruit, and for that reason, I just want to eat it. Oh no. (laughs) Uh, Vicky says he has always believed in a good intercourse with his woman and wife-to-be, and that she agrees it brings the relationship closer. I do believe that too. He just wants me all the time, she says. And she says it's starting to get in the way of her chores and appointments. They both live separately uh, for now in... so, <laughs> I nearly read that as... They both live separately for now in Stroke on Trent. <laughs> stoke on Trent. Uh, so she at least has a respite every now and then. Now Vicky, who met Lucas during lockdown in 2020... Wants to know if this is... So, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If this, uh, theory that I have about their meeting in, uh, in a Morrison's due to his erection poking her in the back, social distancing was a thing back then. So he's got a two-metre-long penis. <laughs> Fair play to you, lad. <laughs> uh... Yeah, so she met, the, uh, she met him during lockdown 2020. Wants to know if this is something that other people are also experiencing. Throughout the whole relationship, he's always had an erection. In shops, restaurants, or the gym, there's no rest from it at all. And I just wondered if any other couples were the same, she said. Vicky said, we actually met in my favourite childhood supermarket, Morrison's. <laughs> you had an exciting childhood, didn't you, Vicky? Fucking hell. I was in my uniform with wet hair and a mask on. And as we were queuing up, he walked around the corner with a massive piece of fillet steak in his basket and said, Wow, aren't you beautiful? See, if I if I did that, I'd have a restraining order on me. What the fuck? We got speaking and I turned down three coffee dates at the start because I was so happy being on my own. We would never have met unless we bumped into each other at Morrison's. Well, yeah. In bed, it's the same. He can go to sleep with an erection and wake up with one. Even though he does night shifts, there's no change in it at all. It's every single place we are. We can be having a perfectly normal everyday conversation like, should we go and climb this mountain next weekend? And he has an erection. (laughs) Just a massive fan of nature, mate. Mother nature. It's it's gone back to... Yeah, exactly, there we go. So you are mother nature from the previous story <laughs> mother earth uh, I can come down the stairs and walk past the glass door and be in the next room and it still happens Lucas who works in management said it just seems to be natural i've got a wonderful woman next to me she's a goddess after a year when after a year when most couples would die down months and years go by and we get hungrier for each other god stop saying hungrier man It's how she makes me feel. I've never experienced before how she makes me feel. Uh, Our bodies are so connected and that is so easy. What? Okay, another weird ending. So yeah, that guy's just got a monster dick. Great. (laughs) On to the next one. So this one's quite fitting. Uh... Well, fitting in a way. It's to do with anus, so that's quite good. But um, how this guy has fit this glass up his anus, I don't know. So doctors find whole glass stuck in rectum of man after he accidentally swallowed it. I don't know about you, but I call a little bit of bullshit on that one. Uh, Oh, God, it says here, warning, this one's not for the squeamish and contains graphic images, and I've already seen... (laughs) this graphic image fuck me oh my god Okay, yeah I can see why that's a warning it is a glass that is slightly broken and it's covered in what can only be described as inner fluids (laughs) a mixture of red and for some reason green he's got a healthy diet Doctors were left baffled after finding a whole glass inside the stomach of a fifty five year old man who claims he swallowed the cup while drinking tea. Come on, it's not right well, a it's not a cup it's clearly a glass. Get your fucking terms right and b you're fifty five years old man you're not you're not fooling anyone Jesus the patients the patient was admitted. To a hospital in Bihar, India With constipation and severe abdominal pain He underwent an ultrasound, an x-ray In which doctors located a serious disturbance in his intestines Much to their shock That disturbance turned out to be a whole glass And when I say a whole glass I'm literally talking about like a whiskey tumbler This is not a small glass That is ridiculous uh, doctors tried to remove the glass from his rectum with an en- endoscopic procedure. There we go, um, but had no such luck. But they had no choice but to operate on the man to finally remove it. The embarrassed patient claims he simply swallowed the glass whilst drinking a cupper, although doctors aren't convinced due to the food pipe bi- view, <laughs> food pipe. <laughs> Food pipe being too narrow for the object to pass through, plus why are you having a cup of tea in a glass if that's the case, and if you're not having a cup of tea in a glass, why are you then swallowing a glass? That doesn't make any sense Doctor Mah- ma <laughs> Dr Hassan there we go, head of the team of operating doctors said how the glass got inside the body of the patient is still a mystery. Thankfully, the patient is still. It's uh, currently stable after his curious mishap. And the x-ray here, literally... The glass is upside down as well by the look of it. How did it break? Because it's full in the x-ray. But did it break from the... It must have broken whilst they were getting it out, surely. Jesus Christ. Speaking of foreign, foreign objects stuck inside the body, a 37-year-old virgin... Ended up in a predicament after getting a six foot of nylon string stuck inside his penis during an unsuccessful sex game. What the fuck? What fucking sex game is that? Ask him for a friend. Uh, the unnamed man was participating. In, oh, is this an extra story? Okay. The unnamed man was participating in the sex stunt before getting the string lodged in his urethra and ended up having to have it removed whilst he was under under local anaesthetic. Jesus Christ. Anyone else squeezing their legs together? <laughs> yes. Um, the patient's unfortunate situation was documented in the medical journal Radiology Case Reports, which explained how the man had used the string, which is usually used to thread beads onto. Oh, no. While fully erect and watching a pornographic video. No, 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 no. Hmm, that's made me feel a bit weird. Nothing's meant to go in that old mate. Jesus Christ. According to reports, it was the first time he'd performed this, yeah, and probably the last, although the study noted that he did watch porn and masturbate every day. That's irrelevant. <laughs> it, uh, it went on to outline, in several cases, patients may deny inserting objects and claimed that the items were accidentally inserted instead. Yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing. So, yeah. Although, you know what you're doing, don't you? If you're shoving fucking nylon up your cock. This is due to the feeling of embarrassment of admitting his behaviour to achieve sexual gratification, uh, which often leads to difficulties in acquiring accurate information during history-taking. Therefore, patients often come to the doctor with late and serious complaints. At com- complications, rather. The patient in this report also hesitated to share his condition during history-taking due to embarrassment. What, well, are they got to do a bloody test on it or something? Aside from being embarrassed, he was also difficult to communicate with. <laughs> yeah, because he's probably in extreme pain. What else we got here? we got some more down here. Man dies after drowning whole... <laughs> Man dies after downing whole bottle of Jägermeister in two minutes. That's probably not very interesting. Man feared he'd lose his penis after being bitten by Black Widow. Doesn't look like he was bitten on his penis, though. He looks very (laughs) scared (laughs) in that picture. Uh, What else we got? 36, 37-year-old. Oh, that's the same one. It's the uh, string one. Oh, God, fucking Nora. It's showing the picture of the string. How long did it say the string was? Six foot, six foot. Sorry, sorry, but right. Say for example, um, you're only about eight inches. <laughs> now, just going by personal standards. Um, no, go for like six. So sort of standard, and then you've got six inches worth of room there. Where the hell is the rest of that rope going? Is it? Wrapping around your nuts? That can't be nice. And if you put beads on the entire thing, is it coming out of your mouth? I, I, I'm not a biologist, so... <laughs> don't, don't quote me on the human anatomy. Woman horrified after she accidentally sent her mum her sex tape. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh... Oh, she's on TikTok. It's probably bullshit. Yeah, I mean, there's the picture here of her with a reaction face. So she's clearly doing that for fucking clicks. Fuck that off. Okay, 100 Direction Man. He's gone. Man in Coffin is gone. What we got here? We've got... There's a weird conspiracy theory that Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock are vampires. Hmm, okay. So I'll read of this one. There's a pretty crazy conspiracy theory that suggests that Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, among other, uh, uh, among many other celebrities, are vampires. Look, we'll admit that there are a few celebrities that don't seem to age. I'm thinking of Paul Rudd, to be honest. Uh, Keanu Reeves especially, but that doesn't mean that they're drinking blood and see, sleeping in coffins. Yeah, he needs to talk to the sacrifice guy from earlier. Well, actually, there was a time when, for some reason, blood facials became popular in Hollywood, but there's no actual proof that it makes you appear younger. Still, the wild theory has taken TikTok by storm. With, Christ, with one video showing a host of famous celebrities next to their old-timey doppel doppelgangers. Uh, but what if they're not doppelgangers at all? No, I'm sorry, that doesn't look anything like Keanu Reeves. Maybe the eyebrows. <laughs> Keanu Reeves defining feature it <laughs> hell John Wick's just a pair of eyebrows with a Glock still though <laughs> what if these photos that look eerily similar to some of our favourite stars were actually them and they were immortal or crazier still clones how can they be no sorry which one are you going with immortal or clones because clones aren't vampires vampires are immortal well, this is what the cra- crazy conspiracy theory suggests, so buckle up and get ready for a weird ride. It all started with a video shared on TikTok with the caption, What y'all think? The video then proceeded to show side-by-side comparisons of the of the celebs and their doppelganger, asking the questions, Are these celebrity vampires or the elites? Uh, we're then shown a series of photos from Keanu to Jay-Z to Johnny Depp, which do uncannily look like they lived hundreds of years ago. Also, Depp is in a band called Hollywood Vampires. Coincidence? I think not. Then a writer for the Hollywood News went on to claim that they have proof that the celebs were vampires, uh, citing that Reeves and Sandra Bullock seem to stop aging around the same time. They even used some snapshots to back it up, and there's one photo of Matthew McConaughey that looks so scarily similar we're thinking he's at least a time traveller. The video goes on to question if those in the picture are just pure doppelgangers or is it them? It's unreal. As the clip continues, the content creator goes on to point out that look at Eddie. That's him, surely. I mean, the picture they've got here of Eddie Murphy, it does look similar, but yeah, I'm not convinced at all. Because it's clearly bullshit. Um, Where did I get to? And we'd like to point out that we're pretty sure that that photo is of Eddie, but from a film called The Haunted Mansion. Oh, that might be more accurate then. Mm. Naturally, people were quick to comment on the conspiracy, with one user pretty convinced by the suggestion that Robert Pattinson was a vampire. Fuck's sake. I'm pretty sure Robert Patterson is a vampire, am I wrong? Yeah, have you seen Twilight, you fuck? (laughs) Well, they're not technically wrong. He did play the glittery kind of vampire in Twilight, there you go. Uh, But there is no impact on whether he can turn into a bat. Um, But that has no impact on whether he can turn into a bat. Though it would be a cool party trick. Uh, another offered up an explanation It's a well-known fact that every person has a doppelganger somewhere in the world is it a fact or is that just something that people want to believe because it's kind of cool i don't think it's a fact nah uh, one chimed in with their own theory they see uh, they say you see a light when you die what if that light you see is the light of the delivery room as you're being reborn and we're not sure we'll ever look at babies the same what does that got to do with it yeah I've heard that theory before but that it's got nothing to do with vampires what are you saying that we just get continually reborn as the same person that would make no sense because people would be like oh hang on that guy that's just died he's, he's back again again 20 years later nah nope don't, don't believe that Okay, so we'll move on to the next one. We've got Inside the Zone of Death, where you could theoretically get away with murder. In the US state of Idaho, there's said to be a 50 square mile zone of death, where you could, in theory, commit murder and get away with it. This stretch of land is located within Yellowstone National Park, which mostly covers Wyoming, but stretches into Montana and Idaho too. Now, we should preface this by saying that murder is wrong in any circumstance. Cheers, lad Bible. Appreciate that. (laughs) But there seems to be a place you could theoretically get away with it, thanks to a legal loophole. The loophole responsible for the zone of death is all to do with the Sixth Amendment, which says juries in federal criminal cases have to be made up of people who are from the district, and state where the crime was committed. The zone of death is in the state of Idaho, and is uninhabited. But the US Court for the District of Wyoming has jurisdiction over all of Yellowstone. If this sounds confusing, the gist of it is that if you committed murder in the zone of death, the US justice system would have to pick a jury from the place where nobody lives, an impossible task. But, yeah. Okay, since they could not legally form a jury to put you on trial, then in theory you should just be able to walk away scot-free. The zone of death was first discovered in 2005 by law professor Brian C. Cult um, when he was writing about the Sixth Amendment and imagined a hypothetical part of the US where there might not be enough people to form a jury. Horrified to discover that such a place actually existed, he since positioned petitioned the US government to close the loophole just in case anyone actually tries to exploit it, though Congress is yet to shut down the Zone of Death. I mean, it's actually named the Zone of Death, because that's a pretty bait name, is it? Like, if you're trying to discourage people from going over there to murder, and you call it the Zone of Death. Hmm, <laughs> nice one. The incredible legal loophole ended up being the basis for best-selling crime novel, Free Fire, with author C.J. Box consulting Professor Colt about the details surrounding the zone of death. Regardless of the supposed lawlessness of the zone, nobody yet has really tested the legality of the zone of death, as there have been no recorded felonies in the zone. Well, yeah, because no one's there to bloody witness it. The closest anyone has come to the is a poacher illegally shooting an elk in a different part of Yellowstone, where it would have been difficult, but not impossible to form a jury. Okay, so we'll, I think we'll finish on this one, because the rest of them weren't that good. Um, There was one on here that was, what was it? Fisherman's half-man, half-dog sighting leaves Bigfoot expert baffled. But uh, considering you can't be an expert on something that doesn't exist, uh, I'm not going to read that. So, (laughs) Uh, company is planning real-life Jurassic Park with woolly mammoths, brought back to life so this should be cool it's becoming increasingly apparent that we need to take decisive action to tackle climate change and what could be more decisive than bringing back woolly flipping mammoths of course we can all play our part by living as sustainably as we can but walking to work and recycling bean tins isn't as exciting as bringing back those big hairy elephants the idea is that do you mind The fuck are you doing? Interrupting my fucking episode mate. Right, try again. The idea is that mammoths, as with elements (laughs) Oh dear. The idea is that mammoths, as with elephants, are particularly adept at bashing down forests, which might not sound (laughs) conducive to helping climate change, but it could create huge grasslands in the tundra of siberia which could help to which could help to preserve the permafrost beneath which huge amounts of harmful gases and carbon are stored the the project is the brainchild of colossal i thought that was an x-man oh that's colossus isn't it Uh, The project is the brainchild of Colossal, a company that wants to bring thousands of woolly mammoths back into the world in the not so distant future. So, are you just going to make elephants hairy then? Is that what? Because you can't bring mammoths back, surely, because they're dead. The creatures went extinct around 4,000 years ago, but Colossal believed that they could play a vital role in preserving the future of our planet. Without getting too far into the actual science, because unsurprisingly it's rather complicated, this isn't exactly cloning. Rather, they want to make they want to take mammoth genetics and put them into existing Asian elephants, the mammoth's closest modern-day relative. The company is founded by geneticist George Church and technology entrepreneur Ben Lam, and the latter told Ladbible it could be a f- fucking cool way to protecting <laughs> could be a fucking cool way of protecting the planet. There is no silver bullet when it comes to climate change, he says. It's going to take a while to get the Arctic rewilding. Uh, We're going to have our first few calves in four to six years, and it's going to take six to seven years before they can truly be self-sustaining and knocking down trees. So it's going to take a while. We need to be looking at solar and alternative energy sources. We need to be moving to electric there's a million other things that humanity 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 needs to do. I don't think that colossal is the be be on all. I don't think that colossal is the be all and end all. I swear that's not the phrase, but there we go. Um, but it is a natural plan, and what's nice about it is that we think we can sequester a lot of carbon and keep the permafrost cooler, and we think that we can suppress a lot of methane from being released. Methane is about 30 times worse for the world than carbon. There is more carbon and methane trapped in the Arctic than anywhere else. Our hope is that we can get to thousands of elephants in a reasonable time period, and if we can, we can really play a role in suppressing carbon and methane in the Arctic. That's our goal, and that's where I think we can leave the biggest impact. While no doubt many of us would agree that it's a fucking cool idea, others have raised ethical concerns about the plan, accusing the company of playing God. Lam isn't having that, though. He said, I'm not having that. <laughs> no, he said, regardless of your philosophical... <laughs> <For> fuck's sake. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Regardless of your philosophical or religious views, I think that wherever you fall on that spectrum, we can all agree that we have a duty to protect this planet. Someone else said that until Elon Musk figures out Mars, there is no planet B. We've got this one. This is our station in the universe right now, so we have a duty to protect that and everything that exists on it. When you lose a keystone species, the entire ecosystem falls apart, whether that's a herbivore or a predator or whatever. What we're doing is trying to build better tools to give modern day conservationists a winning chance against what humanity is currently doing. And I think that's a very rounded way of ending off the ending off ending the episode because it goes right back to the start where I was talking about a heat wave. So let's fix the planet. Let's stop uh, me and other redheads from suffering so much because I am I am literally just a melty mess right now. I'm... Still sexy as fuck, but yeah. It take it take a lot to to undo that. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I hope you've been, oh, hang on, hang on. Before we go, I'll I'll end anus. There we go. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Um. Episode. I don't know how long I've been going for. Actually, have a look. Uh, about forty minutes. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, yeah. So join us next time. We'll be doing something else. Not sure what yet. Actually, I have an idea, but I'm not going to tell you because I'm all about secrets. So yeah, join us for that. <laughs> Should be fun. Uh, I hope you have a good week, and I will catch you in the next one. See you later, guys. well that was a good episode wasn't it Josh that was brilliant that was really good, was I, en- good I really I especially enjoyed how uh, everyone sounded yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're here just to say before you go could you please spread us around we'd love it if you could just tell your friends about us and potentially leave us a review where you can you can rate now on spotify yes so, you can you can rate us so if you could rate us five we would really appreciate it but if uh, not that's fine too if you do rate us five or anything above i know you can't but if you somehow hack the systems i will personally don't don't continue thank you that's better there we go well done so yes yeah, <laughs> do please feel free to follow us on all the socials <laughs>